up out for me. Team Mike. Ooh, Mike has his own team. Go team Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, sound, it sounds like they are making some changes to D&D. They could do more, but it's a start, I guess. At this point, they're going to have to burn it to the ground and start over. <laughs> For being real. I, I am super interested in the um, the calm discussion that's going on in that thread, Zach. Calm, rational Wait, discourse. What thread? I have not looked further than the initial tweet, but I believe well, you. It's just, it's hilarious because everyone's so, what, so peplectic over it, apoplectic over it, when like, we've been discussing this in the social entropy tabletop thread for th threads and threads and threads. Like it just comes up occasionally and then people are like, oh yeah, here are the alternate rules we came up with that are actually way better for character creation and also less problematic. You know, and then in, in the critical failures one it's just like but but my mechanical nostalgia i want my game to let me be as racist as i want to be my iconic gameplay yeah but you can't actually hold a discussion in social entertainment sure you can people just uh people don't have time to play like uh civil bullshit about basic human rights and stuff in, in every single D, D thread it feels like there's somebody who just wants to be devil's advocate regardless of what's being discussed well that's that's what D, &D is yeah that's, yeah that's what paladin if, is but... if you if you don't want d if you don't want that don't go into D, &D. Look, oh, okay look there's the debate... literally playing an advocate for the devil look there's actual debate and then there's high school debate <laughs> Well, I mean, there's there's a reason I haven't gone back to the forums for a long time. It's because I spent way too much time in D and D. Uh, but uh, I got a chime. Who's that was for Erin because she's uh, muted. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. We're making faces at each other. <laughs> but like, you don't go into social entropy unless you want mildly off-topic bullshit. You don't. You don't go into critical failures unless you want to hear about games. You don't go into D&D unless you want someone to be arbitrarily... I mean, the the thing with with critical failures and also with G&T is that people can't figure out that criticism of something is not a criticism of you if you like that something. And that it's... Yeah, but it sounds like you're criticizing me. It's unhealthy to have your identity tied so strongly to a piece of media that you feel that it's a personal attack on you. Because it's it's like, ironically, once you're more open to the idea of, you know, problematic media and recognizing it's impossible to make a truly unproblematic work and that instead you have to, you know, have an internal conversation, an external conversation about how something may have merits but also have issues... TLDR ignorance is bliss. Or rage, if you're in the right thread. You don't have to know about a thing to be pissed about it. That's true. <laughs> did, did, you see the, did you see the video of the people in Florida? They clearly don't know about a thing, and they are super pissed. 
Uh, excuse me, this mask is taking away my perfect God-created breathing apparatus that I've suffered with when I run too fast since I was seven years old. That, to me, wasn't even, like, the most egregious one. I mean, granted, it was, a, it was an egregious one. Right? God made such good breathing tubes that you can drown yourself. <laughs> but, like, the really super stupidly egregious one to me was, uh, where they were, like, actively questioning the, uh, the doctorates of the people standing, sitting across from them. I don't think you're actually as uh, actually as qualified as you say you are. Well, sure. Who are you going to trust? The person who went to school for 12 years or the person who feels like they shouldn't have to listen to the person? Exactly. Or the person who like has, has discovered, let me Google that for you. Well, look, you could listen to this person who says they're an expert and has you know published fields, but what if I told you what you want to hear? Go on. Eh? Huh? Yeah. Now who has the more compelling argument? God. God. Anyway, Your Honor, that's why all charges should be dropped. Also, also, give me that little hammer you have. Yeah, this is the Jeff the Jeff Winger move where you just appeal, appeal to emotion, appeal to emotion, appeal to emotion. Okay, I got hiccups. That means we're ready to go. <laughs> Behold my ordinary reference pair. Um, are y'all ready to go? You um, know it. All right. Um, hold on. I can feel one coming. There we go. Oh, yeah. Now we know things are ready. I just didn't want to have that one in the middle of me talking and then, like, accidentally throw up or something. That's not funny. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> uh, good evening, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Um, this is That D&D Podcast, and we are back for session larger than ten number of... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell what day it is half the time anymore. I should have, I was an idiot to, to, to try to start with the session number because you know, you might break these up different. Let me restart this whole thing. <laughs> Good evening, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. This is that D&D podcast, and we're back for another session of our Blades in the Dark City of Redwaters campaign. Um, before we get into the, I think, the planning stages of any further action, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Erin, she, her pronouns. I'll be playing the part of the GM, as usual. So, um, don't blame me when stuff goes bad. Hi, I'm Christine, she, her pronouns. I'm playing March the Leech. I'm Mike Jerkson Burrard. I'm playing... Uh, the mm, I use him pronouns. One of my characters is back in the stress bin. Stress bin <laughs> for a very long time. The penalty box, as we call it. <laughs> the, the, the painful. I'm either playing Crow uh, or no one. I miss Riley. That's it. Somebody else go. 
Hey, I'm David. Um, today I will be playing Smoke, a hunter. Uh, both Smoke and I use he/him pronouns. Uh, and last but not least, which is interesting because uh, David has actually changed his Discord name so that he's below me in the list. Yet I still go last somehow. Uh, <laughs> I'm Zach. Uh, he/him pronouns playing Ezekiah. Uh, also he him pronouns and i'm actually in pretty good shape compared to the rest of the party so for once i i didn't change my name that's my like discord name and not like my channel name but it's the mm. same it's always been that's his street name okay street <laughs> name get back in the punishment square you knife-footed ice gremlin ooh no. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, we're already having a diversion. Yeah. Is it Dick Candles? <laughs> I politely declined. No, so there's a, a thing I saw um, from, I think it was probably Tumblr or something. I just found it. It says, uh, the penalty box in hockey is such a funny concept to me. Big fighty men go in the naughty cube, imprisoned for sports crimes. And somebody commented and says, go in the terrarium and think about your punching, you knife-footed ice gremlin. <laughs> so much of that I relate to, not like personally relate to, but so much of that is good. That's a really yeah. That's a really yeah. good collection of words. Yeah, I feel like I, I needed to share that um, with everybody today. All right, time time for the best quote from a hockey player ever. Okay. Why you have to? Okay, hold on. I'm gonna play this, Renee. Cut it if you gotta cut it. Only it's only game. Why you have to be mad? <laughs> Only... It's I only love game. that dude's voice so much. Why do you have, to, you be have mad? to be mad? Why do you have to be mad? It's only game. He's only, he's only game. Why do you have to be mad? Why do you have to be mad? It sounds like... I love it when, like, big, burly, like, power sports players. That voice is in a way up here. It sounds like somehow, so halfway through a hockey game, a seven-year-old got Freaky friday into, like, a 40-year-old Russian guy. <laughs> it's only game. Apparently... Why you have to be mad? Apparently they gave um, that Russian character in Overwatch that line mm. as a taunt. That's amazing. <laughs> That's it's pretty just good. A game. Well, you yeah. Have to admit. Okay, so last episode, last session, I guess, let's say, um, y'all killed the Surgeon General. Shimmer went to prison. Yay. We did downtime. Yay! Oh, wait, sorry. Um, smoke was introduced to the party, and I believe y'all laid the groundwork for going after the influential banker who currently seems to be, uh, like, signs are pointing towards somebody named Brittany Coldwater as being the influential banker. Um, Y'all don't have all the info you need, I think, to make a, like a, a solid, well-planned-out job of making a hit on this person, since all you have is a name. Um, so did you want to... Like, look for a small side quest job to do um, in the meantime, so you can research more on downtime, or what were y'all thinking of doing? 
our last side quest damn near killed me. So this one will <laughs> theoretically go better. Is there a boat that I can summon ghosts on? <laughs> that was that was a main quest mission. No, that was the one where I fought multiple ghosts for some fucking reason. Yeah, but like, what are the odds that we have to go out into the Deadlands again? Well, um, I'm looking at the screen and I see Aaron over there. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that she's rarely anything but trouble. Wow. So, unless we're calling our own shot, of course we're going to the worst place in town, or not in town. Yeah, we can go to the worst place in town. That may be an improvement over the Deadlands. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't see... We've been pushing tempo pretty hard on, on getting rid of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, we can probably take a night off and go do something else. Uh, yeah, we should probably make it like related somehow to the banker. Oh, sure. Like, if, if we're gonna push that direction, and I'll just give like a thirty percent effort so I don't burn myself out before we go after the big target. It'll be fine. No more, no more showdowns with angry ghosts on boats. He says, not foreshadowingly. Can you verb that? Hmm? What, what's with those D4s? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, um, if you put them in double brackets, it does the roll inside of a thing. So if you just want, if you don't want it to add it together, you can do it like that. <sighs> Thanks, it didn't catch Bless it the time. I'm generating sample jobs. Yay! I love samples. So far, these are kind of cool. Okay, one. Looks like a Sudoku table from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a poorly played Sudoku table. So I have a list of like four bare bones jobs. Uh, we can kind of investigate further if y'all want um i guess if y'all needed to look for or like side work to pay the bills and stuff who would you go talk to um but that lady what raises the orphans has some leads i was thinking that march's blood dealer might we're gonna go on a blood run. Who? So who are we We're going? Go, we jumped straight to blood dealer. <laughs> we. Whoo! What'd you say, David? You like the lady with all the blood? So, so we're That's going. That knows where the underworld jobs are. After the influential banker, I happen to know a launderer. Well, we did the towel thing. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Well. <laughs> It, so are you suggesting like a, a, a significant <laughs> shift in focus for this campaign, David? <laughs> Just come around and say it. Funniest story, March. <laughs> she does clothes, and she also does books. Towels in the not the kind, Not the kind you read. <laughs> God, y'all are ridiculous. This is fantastic. Um, As a reminder, I'm trying to place 
Uh, my 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 face casting is for smoke is uh, Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse, but like Robert Pattinson in the lighthouse's age. I think was what you said. Right. That yes. Was, uh, so took the words right out of my mouth. It's okay. It was funny at the time. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Um, so, like, if if y'all make it known to, you know, your various contacts that you're looking for some sort of side job, um, through four different avenues, you get uh, brief snippets of, of four different available jobs. Um, and most of it is, uh, is e you know, the note ends with something along the lines of, if you want to know more... Uh, Please come and inquire directly, and we can, you know, give you all the info we have, etc. Um, so for Crow, uh, you get a letter uh, that is, it's, it's got a little wax seal on the back. Uh, it's got this ornate letter S, and the envelope uh, is... It feels like it's made of like vellum and the ink on it is this dark reddish color that looks like probably dried blood. Yeah. Um it's blood. It's from from Lord Scurlock. And he wants you to um it basically seems like he wants you to help him smuggle something out of town. March, you get a letter from Jewel. Um Saying that there is uh, a rival doctor who fancies himself a bit of an alchemist and um, has some items that would be beneficial to the cause if y'all wanted to liberate them. Smoke, you get a message from Yule. Or Yil Yilva? I can't. Yilva, Yil yeah. Sorry. Yilva, yep. Can't read my own handwriting. Um, your launderer friend saying that uh, there is a, uh, a f somebody who fancies himself a bit of a fence and a bit of a uh, gambler who uh, may have aspirations above their station and need to be put back in their place. And. Last but not least, uh, Nanette, the the mother of many who's friends with the crew, uh, says that there is some foul spirit that has been following uh, some of some of her children around, and basically she wants you to help misdirect it. Or eliminate it. Preferably m misdirect it. Like, you know, get it to at least leave the kids alone. So if any of those is interesting to y'all, we can do one of those. If not, we can reach back into the grab bag and head beyond the lightning wall and see how that goes. I, I think the most civically responsible one is going to be helping with the... 
Sorry, helping with which? The evil mm. spirit. Helping a known ally with the evil spirits. So what you're saying is you want to work with Skurlock? <laughs> yes. I, I feel that we can definitely trust Skurlock to be completely above board mm -hmm. and non-vengeful because we definitely didn't do a thing that probably harmed Skurlock earlier in the, in the Yeah, I mean, there's no campaign. proof. I mean, there's... Okay, there's proof. Um, yeah, and those legendary named vampires, they are... They are known for being forgiving sorts. Yeah. With no sorts of underlying machinations to their actions whatsoever. I mean, similarly, I think we should also... I think Skrillex's the way to go here, y'all. Wait. <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> yeah? Mike just trolling me. No, let's go help Nanette with the evil spirit. Any objections? I'm certainly open to other ideas, but the rest of them seem like <sighs> traps and or terrible ideas. Okay. I mean, I I find that offensive to suggest that Ilva is planning some sort of trap against us. Look, yo, we barely know you. <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't know you did something against Skurlock. No, it's Skurlock's yeah. my friend. We're all, we're, all, we're all learning a lot. <laughs> we're learning on the go here. It's great. It's a teaching moment for literally everyone. Smoke, like, looks you up and down. Uh, looks Fang up and down. Is like, I they'll need two coffins for ye. <laughs> what does that even mean? He's, he's tall. Okay. But did they just cut him in half? <laughs> what's, what, what's their dead? You could really just bend them in the middle <laughs> as far as you want. Yeah, they don't care. They're dead. <laughs> and also, it's not like the ghost is going to stop them. Seems like a fairly low probability they're going to recover my body anyway. Yeah. For being real. I feel like you're going to be buried like in a collection of sponges more likely than a coffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be at the bottom of the river, or like the nether realms, or there's some somewhere just like a skeleton propped up on a on a gravestone in the shadowlands. You know, the way we do. A fine mist that carpets like three or four city blocks. Uh huh. Yep. Also, certainly a possibility. Oh, I've I've been trying to workshop that joke, Aaron. <laughs> I've, I I know. Yeah. What do you what do you call somebody who who just caught uh. A large explosive. They go, ha, missed me. See, it's got to work. It needs work. Damn it. Never mind. <laughs> you have been in a lighthouse for a long time, haven't you? <laughs> okay. I actually uh, Googled looking for images, uh, Willem Dafoe Sailor, and like the only options are him in the lighthouse at this point. Like it's just carpet bombs, Google image search. Mm -hmm. I, I still need to watch that movie. I don't know if that you do. That came out really way more aggressive than I intended. <laughs> <laughs> You're well within your rights to watch that movie, Aaron. Yeah. Don't let Mike tell you different. Be my guest. I just, it's real weird. And like. Okay. So last night <laughs> we watched a movie on Netflix with Jordan. It was called like A Whisker Away or something like that. 
and it is about some high school girl who's basically like a sex pest and has the ability to turn into a cat so like the dude she has a crush on who wants her to fuck off she turns into a cat and like that's the cat that he loves so she's always like rubbing up against him and stuff and it's real awkward and it's a lot yeah sounds like a lot like you go into it being like oh it's gonna be like spirited away or something cute and then you watch it and you're like what the fuck okay i'm sorry this sounds like uh exactly my type of problem thing like i like to watch what was it called again? Where did you find it? Netflix. It's called like A Whisker Away or something like that. Just type whisker and you'll find it. The animation on it and stuff is great. And there's a terrifying cat who will trade cat faces for human faces. Like he'll sell you a mask and then once you decide that you want to be a cat, he's like, oh, cool. It's like, oh, cool. You're a cat. Aaron, you're going to spoil the whole movie. It doesn't matter. I'm going to watch it anyways. So it's like an Ursula situation. Yeah. And then Willem Dafoe's in there, but he's Robert Pattinson's age. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lighthouse. Well, i got to keep it to Jordan to watch Food Wars, maybe. I don't know. That's not... Nope. 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 There's so much good stuff to watch. I'm hungry. Sorry, we were doing a thing with, like, uh, we were taking the Skrlock job, I think. <laughs> Here's an actual picture of Willem Dafoe younger as like he was playing Jesus Christ at the time. Damn it, Mike. Um Okay. <sighs> and you typed it. Fuck. Okay. God damn you beat me to it, Mike. God damn it. My head hurts. Um not because of y'all, just it hurts in general. I just wanted to make that part sure. clear. Uh so I think we had Zach saying we should y'all should go get the job from Nanette. Mike was saying Skurlock. I'm not sure if it was joking or not. And the other two of you have not said which job you want to do yet. Sorry, I'm, I'm like ninety six percent Mike's trolling me, but you know I wouldn't be trolling you. Skurlock's a vampire. And like a naughty vampire god. It's gonna be awesome. Uh I'm good with helping Nanette. I don't Trust Skrlock? David, what about you? Sure. Smoke was um, being kind of... Uh, he, he was pushing back against the whole Skrlock thing, but uh, he, he could understand that you've got a contact that you've worked with before and want to keep working that relationship. I mean, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll voice that. He thinks, you know, somebody who works with Dirty money probably has knows how to get at somebody else who works on dirty money, but if you think you've got a better in, you have you have been doing this longer than me. Our, our record speaks for itself. <laughs> we've we've only gotten like thirty percent of our crew killed. Yeah, we basically we're getting to the point where we basically trade one crew member for one one dead public official over and over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, that's not too far off, actually. Why is he shouting? He's not. He's singing in a very high-pitched tone. Why is he? Okay. <laughs> mm. Okay, so looks like we're going to do the Nanette job to start with. So we're just going to, like, 
fast forward over to y'all meeting up with her. Um, so let me see. I'm trying to figure out what part of town she lives in. Yep. So um, y'all are in probably like Coleridge or um, one of like the the parts of town that's mostly like shanties kind of crammed together as much as possible. Um, there's one that's a little bit larger than the others. And it's not like really nicer. It's just a little bit bigger. Um, and there's people of all different ages um, kind of walking in and out. You know, there's, there's a little bit of music. There's um, talking and the smell of food and... Um, conversation and, and laughter and all that sort of stuff and um, you walk in and uh, there is a long table that takes up probably what would be like the living room and dining room area it's I mean it's probably big enough to seat like 30 people it's not a fancy table like it's it's bits and bobs from like ships and some siding from a house and all the chairs are mismatched, but there's an older lady there and she's got, um, it looks like a, a bit of a forced smile right now. Like you could tell there's worry on the face, but she looks up and sees y'all and, and she says, Oh, come on in. Yes. We came about your ghost problem. <laughs> are you here about the job or, or, or you looking for some food or what can I do for you? But I mean, we're not going to turn down food. Oh yeah. Um, She's like, well, the the jambalaya is almost done. So what we'll do is you we'll, we'll all talk, and um, hopefully by the time we get through the discussion, um, there'll be some food for everybody. How's that sound? She says, um, as you know, I've got my kids. They're in in a bunch of different places in town. They they collect information. You know, they, they work jobs that they don't want to do. Or they, they work whatever they have to do to, to, to pay the bills. And um, they've been a valuable source of information. And they've brought back a, a fair share of money to help keep this part of town afloat. And um, it seems like uh, somebody over in... White Crown or, or Brightstone or something uh, caught wind of, of their affiliations and decided to have priest or somebody stick some kind of spirit on them. It started off simple enough, you know, just shadows in the corners and, and stuff like that, but over time, it's whatever the spirit is, it's gotten bolder and angrier, and it's it's stealing stuff from everybody. It's making them look bad at work, making them look unreliable. Uh, it's endangering not only their, you know, their jobs, but uh, recently a few of them have woken up in the middle of the night being choked or woken up to knives hovering over their bed. Um, we're pretty sure soon this thing's going to try and kill somebody. We assume it's from the spirit. Uh, there, there's a, a small handful of my kids who have been afflicted by visitations from this thing or these things, whatever they may be. 
Also, there's no like forks or spoons. I think that's what uh, our friend was getting at. Just the knives. Just, just knives. Well, uh, spirits have a certain affinity for knives above those more, more utilitarian eating devices. I, I just forks myself. I just I spirits tend to make themselves seen. I thought. Well, I mean, we can come. I can someone up for you if you like. Nanette puts her hand up and she goes, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't do that here. Thorn, like, literally slaps. Yeah, yo, yeah. a big Willem Dafoe side eye. <laughs> I, will, I will literally, as as uh, as he steps forward to t- say something about summoning spirits, literally there's a slap, like a, just a stiff arm in the chest. I, I think I'm playing Bram, so you, 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 yeah. So. Okay. Um, uh, we would like to meet with some of these haunted individuals. This should be fairly easy to, to to resolve once we know who we're dealing with. Of course. Um, I think probably a couple of them should be here for dinner if y'all just want to hang around, have some food, maybe a drink or two. You're, the odds are you're not going to be taking the you know doing the job tonight. So if you if you want to hang around a little while, enjoy the company, enjoy the uh, enjoy the food. Hopefully, um, it's it's my my recipe. I guess we'll see if the some of the kids can can execute it properly. Uh, does this place feel haunted? Um, nah. This place, like none of y'all are from this part of town I don't think probably or you know from this neighborhood at least but this house feels like home like it's got that thing where it's sorry which part of town again the good part uh it's it's either like Coleridge or Dunslow or something okay. like a yeah. super shantyish part of town Crow's gonna surreptitiously uh attempt to check out the ghost field here <laughs> okay uh, like behind... surreptitiously sidle up behind Crow and start unsheathing a knife just in case. I'm, I'm going to prowl away from Fang and <laughs> to the ghost field. God. Like, uh, uh excuse me, uh, <clears throat> Matron, do you, uh, do you have a restroom or someplace where I can watch up? Yeah, they... She points in like two or three different directions. She's like, "There's one over there. There's one over there. Uh, we got one outside by the river." Oh, outside by the river. That sounds great. I love the river. Great. So yeah, this place is in Barrow Cleft. It's um, <laughs> real crummy part of town. I, I I just lock the door and then I um safely in the bathroom away from Fang. I attempt to uh, check out the ghost build here. I will be I will be checking the cutlery for like ectoplasm. I guess. But sort of like keeping one, keeping the hairs in the back of my neck ready to react should a ghost suddenly materialize for whatever reason. <laughs> okay, so. Somebody go to ghost to prank Fang. No, no, no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I was going to say, so Bram, what are you trying to gain from your investigation of the ghost field? I'm just trying to get like a, uh, like the, the equivalent of a PKE meter read. Of the area, right? Like it may feel like home, but maybe that's because an evil spirit wants us to think that. Mm. 
Okay. Um, I could see that either as... Like, to me, that sounds like a survey or a tune. Um, if you have a different idea... No, I definitely want to use a tune. That's okay. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to say this is probably risky. Like, you have time, but... You know, not being able to do it in time is not the, the issue here. Um, probably risky standard for for doing your little um, pull back the curtain sort of thing. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm not going to strain myself. Okay. So if something goes horribly wrong, it's fine. Uh, and I'm definitely going to ask for help to control these two. Oh, wait, but Desperate isn't... Um, Desperate's the thing that I get more dice on, right? Desperate is the thing where you get XP for it. Yep. What's okay. the odds of rolling at 5 or 6 on 2d6? It's not great. Uh, 5 or 6... Probably like... Uh, 5 or 6 on 2d6? 2 thirds? Uh, yeah. Like, you have 1 third plus 1 third is roughly 2 thirds. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna stress that. Okay. And I should have. <laughs> so I, I go. I, I'm in the outhouse by the river, just for, mm -hmm. just so Crow feels more, or uh, Bank feels more comfortable. A van drives out of the river. <laughs> Somebody says they live there. It's weird. Uh, crap! Hold on. Bye. You got a two and a three. I'm I'm also injured. I just realized. I don't think pancake face affects it. Like I don't feel like you're. We just <laughs> we just had a downtime to address that, right? Yeah, but he he didn't. He, he had the three out of he had the three out of the four needed to do the mm -hmm. healing. Well, you know, I, I you know the, the society that we live in. If you had the coin to treat it, it's true. <laughs> it's all it's all about. All about how how much you have to spend. So, um, two things are going to happen here. Um, you try to, like you know, metaphorically part the veil to see into the ghost field, um, and the second you do, it feels like you're being pushed back out of it. Um, so you are relatively sure, um, that further investigation, um, may not be possible right now. And also you're going to take, uh, the level, uh, one, not harm. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think if this would stress you out or harm you. Probably a level one harm, uh, watched. A level two harm, you say? <laughs> Oh, yes, a level two harm. Whoops. So, yeah, um, something on the other side is watching you intently now. So I'm going to upgrade that to really watched. <laughs> studied. <laughs> Spooky studied. <laughs> Spooky study skeletons. Yeah, so... Uh... So, like, so I go in to do a little surreptitious... Ghost, uh, ghost, uh, ghost, ghost delving, and I like my nose starts bleeding or some shit, right? Like, yeah. You come back in, it definitely looks like you were like 
doing a drug in the bathroom. He's come back in. Powder in my nose. Snorting some heroin. All right. So I do my best to uh, come back out. And uh, so do I know where this is coming from? Like, is, is it localized to the house? Or do I get any information about... Oh, do I mark experience when I fail? No. That's... No. Okay. Apocalypse for Power by the Apocalypse games. That would be too generous. Okay, so, yeah, do I, so you ever get any, like, is it the river, or the shitter, or is it the house, or the area, or the neighborhood, or? It feels like the moon is watching you. The moon? This, that's not that game. I'm dating the moon in the other game. Yes, it's the other game where Mike's just... That's rough, buddy. Fucking the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a phase. Womp womp. Okay. Womp. Uh, nice. Womp. Okay, so uh, I I I, uh, I take one of the one of the fine kerchiefs that I have tucked into my sumptuous velvet brocade jacket that I'm wearing. Uh, wipe my face best as I can. Discard the kerchief. Uh, go back out and like I walk past Fang out the front door of the house. Okay. Uh, and then I come back in with more gear than I had before. Moon's haunted, Fang. <laughs> Shit. I will uh start obviously out. loading like I've got my lightning hook out, right? I'm like I'm loading up shit into guns. I've I've pulled out my like double barrel shotgun, I'm, like looking down at like shoving like pull, pulling the shell out of a bandolier, slapping it down. Um I think at this point, like it's not Nanette, but one of the the people who's kind of bustling around setting tables and stuff comes around, she's like before y'all get in trouble, I just want you to know that Nanette's got a rule of uh, no weapons in the house unless we're defending it. Well, we, we are defending it from the other side, my dear. Other side of what? Hell. We here in the fleshy mortal realm uh, are under assault from... Your house is haunted. <laughs> what are you saying? It's really the moon. Like, it's just, all of this is not good. I think at your house is haunted, like, it, it's, it's almost that record scratch sound, and then everybody stops, and, like, there's a lady with a huge uh, bowl of jambalaya she's bringing to the table, and there's a guy carrying baskets of rolls, and they're just, like, stopped yeah. mid-stride looking at you. Not your houses. You're going to be fine. This is this is all of our house. They had to suspect, right? What what do we... I don't well please remain calm. <laughs> I say you're loading a, a different gun now. <laughs> Pay yeah. no mind to my companions, for they are paid for their appearance of intimidation and not for their Eloquence of speech. I I once watched a ghost rip a person open. That person was me. <laughs> it's still I can still hear his screams as if he. Was I still... you see they can't even tell a story right. <laughs> How could he have been ripped apart by ghosts and still be here? Fang, show him what that ghost I summoned did to you. No, you shall do no such thing. <laughs> I'm already like unbuttoning my shirt. <laughs> I think Nanette's like. I... Why don't y'all go wait outside for a little bit, and 
man, there's some very basic protective rights we can be doing right now. Uh, I, it seems important to protect your house from a haunted moon. Yeah, do you have any salt? I cook. Of course I got salt. Well, I mean, like... Great. How much? And I think she's like pinching the bridge of her nose and then like right about that moment somebody comes through the front door. There's like a group of like three or four people and they're like, hey, Nit. Uh, like I, I think they expected for there to be conversation and all sorts of stuff and then you know, everybody inside is still staring back and forth, trying to figure out what's going to happen. No, no, it's okay. Come on in. We're just here for the ghosts. And apparently the moon. The moon is a ghost, so to speak. Oh. Y'all are people that's going to help us? Yeah. Sure are. Click, clack, snap. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's like... Now, if you have any, if you have any bread as well, like a heel of bread, preferably that's been eaten by a guest, and it's okay. I'll, I'll supply the blood for this part. How much garlic do you have? We cook f- for thirty families a night. We got enough garlic to kill Skurlock. Smoke is looking at March with an expression that says, like, you could stop this at any time. <laughs> you kill Skurlock, but what about the moon? I'm just staring really skeptically at both of them at this moment, trying to figure out what's happening. You literally watched me fight ghosts the entire time you have known me. We are the two surviving members of this team, and that's because I fight fucking ghosts. And I okay. summoned them there for the <laughs> So so then we have then we have uh, an office style confessional where smoke is just saying, and that's when we chose our method of operation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think at that point Nanette like slams her hands on the table, not super loudly, but enough to be like, Hey, I have a thing to say and she stands up and she's got like a cane, um and she says, All right. Quincy, why don't you and I join our friends in another room to discuss some business and all the rest of y'all start on dinner. Save us some, but start on dinner. And you hear, uh, you see a little kid run over and like stand on Ninette's chair and start like loudly doing some form of like, hey, thanks for dinner prayer as, as she leads y'all into a different room. And she says, look, I know I told you things aren't great, but it would be appreciated if you didn't worry those those people in there any more than they already are. This place is supposed to be a place of of, of refuge and, and family and not ghosts. But being forewarned is being forearmed. It's certainly not our intention to worry anyone. We just want to deal with the problem. And get out of your hair. Okay. Quincy, why don't you answer any questions these folks have for you? And uh, the guy is, he's wearing like relatively nice clothes. Like he looks like he's uh, some sort of like governmental aide or something based on the 
you know, the outfit he's got, and he's got like a little, uh, like a briefcase or something with, with some, some, you know, whatever in there. But he looks like he's, uh, just got back from work. He says, yeah, uh, so, I mean, what questions do y'all have about the ghosts? Ghosts? The, we don't know how many there are, if that's one of your questions. That Dandy podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdandypodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That Dandy Podcast. Intro music is Undeniable by Ketza. Outro music is Dark Alleys by Kai Engel. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Ketza can also be found on ketzamusic.com, while music by Kai Engel is available on kai-engel.com. Blades in the Dark is owned by John Harper and published by Evil Hat Productions. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. 